Uh, yeah, you already know what it is. YKTV, y'all. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the, you know the, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. You know the, you know the, you know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, you know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, you know the vibes. Episode 5, you know the vibes, he's back man, fifth week in a row This First of all, let me tell you guys, recording the podcast is hard work Five weeks in a row, having the link schedules up is hard work But I do it for my family, my friends, and for the beautiful listeners So thank you guys for tuning in for week 5 Today I have a very special guest, she's been a friend of mine for about 5 years now Almost five years. Yeah, so we got that that history. Uh, I don't know how she puts up with me. I honestly don't know either. Um, I'm probably one of her <laughs> most annoying friends. Definitely her rudest friend. Definitely. Wow, you're pushing it. But hey, <laughs> a friend in need is a friend indeed. I don't know what that had to do with anything. But who am I here with today? It's Jasmine. I'm with the Jackson Family Art Show. Yo, oh, that's the one who we had that long outro last week. This is her. Thanks for the support, guys. Nobody voted for you, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, but yeah, go make sure y'all go vote uh, still, and we'll get into that later. Um, Jazz, where are you from? I'm from the gorgeous French Georgia's. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give y'all a little insider. <laughs> this is the second time we've done that. And I was hoping she didn't do it the second time, but yeah, she's from PG County. From Upper Marlboro, specifically. Is it specifically or is it specifically? It's definitely specifically. Okay. We're, not sure. sure. <laughs> We're not doing Just that. Just figure sure. We're not doing that. Sure. Um, yeah, shout out to Upper Marlboro. You know, I'm from Clinton, Maryland, so. Mm. You know, I went to Croom, too, so shout out to Upper Marlboro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is enough Marlboro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's definitely the best school in Upper Marlboro, for sure. Uh, no ties. Wow. So, um, yeah. So, what do you do for a living? Like, not like your job. I don't want people stalking you. So, like, what do you do, like, for a living? Are you a, a musician? Can you sing? Actually. That's a lie. <laughs> okay. So, um, um, yeah, what do you do? I'm a visual artist. I do a lot of portraits and I do painting. And actually, um, as I mentioned with our little promo last week, my family, we have three generations of artists. So I am one of the artists from the second generation. And again, I'm doing portraits. I've been hosting some paint parties or sipping paints or sipping mocktails or painting mocktails. <laughs> we actually hosted one yesterday at my church. So I'm trying to do more and more of those events. So definitely if you're looking for somebody to host, holla at me. Don't be coming on here trying to promote your stuff. I thought we were. No, we were supposed to be vibing, just having conversation. I'm vibing, I'm vibing. Yeah, you're promoting, you're promoting. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, go check her out. Uh, you want to plug your Instagram now? Yeah, I have two. Um, my main Instagram is closeted underscore intellectual and that's actually we're going to find the link to vote for my family but again we'll, we'll get into that later okay that's dope man that's what's up uh right, cool so um so uh what made you get in that field of you know being a visual artist being a, a hustler an entrepreneur mm. um honestly i've always been into art i feel like you know when everybody is young teachers and parents always encourage children to draw to kind of keep them busy keep them quiet keep them occupied but I really took a liking to drawing and that's something that I kept up with from a young child 
until today. Yeah, that's dope. That's what's up. So, what's the hardest thing about being an artist? Definitely the financial aspect. Yeah. <laughs> um, trying to make that my number one bread and butter has been difficult. I haven't been able to make that full transition as of yet. Um, but I don't want to be a starving artist, and I've gotten accustomed to having a certain amount of income. So I really need to work on, of course, promoting myself so that way I can have that clientele base that will kind of keep money coming in consistently. But as of right now, I'm trying to, again, flex my faith. Okay. Let's talk about your faith. Like, what keeps you going, like, faith-wise? Oh, definitely, you know. I know that I have a God-given gift, so I'm trying to, you know, tap into that more moving forward. I think that I've let it sit by the wayside for way too long, and I've become very stagnant with that, and I'm trying to make some more moves in 2019. So, you know, with my family backing me up and us also having the business kind of helps me stay grounded and stay active when it comes to creating like how is it like being a part of a family business though because i know it's different being i know that's not one of the questions <laughs> I said over, but like how's it like with the family aspect like i know me personally with the podcast my mother's a big support system mm-hmm. but i don't know if me and her can work hand in hand like, right right it's it's interesting um i mean i definitely think it's brought us closer together um as we've all kind of grown up we kind of gone our separate ways to a certain extent my sisters they have their own families so my parents have come to you know of course depend on us but we've been able to kind of get a little bit closer with the family business and kind of being able to see everyone coming together for this kind of creative based purpose and being able to work with the community has been a really big thing as well so I mean, I think we need to respect <laughs> different roles that everybody plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, you know, the support is definitely the biggest part of everything. And we couldn't do without each other. Definitely. That's what's up. That's dope. So uh, that that's really cool. So as far as just being like, a, what, what generation are you? I am the second generation artist. Second generation. Oh, man, that's dope. So like, what, the, like, what are you doing as a second generation artist to help the next generation? Because I know, as you said, like the artist industry is hard, especially with the income part. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do like to help the third generation or the fourth generation out? I think I'm trying to encourage them to really expand themselves. Like I really want to kind of keep them motivated. And like, you know, my younger nephew, he's the youngest artist and he is currently 12, about to be 13. And he often will ask me like, you know, oh, well, how do I work on the proportions? Like he'll ask me like, different like art techniques. And I really try to help him because I want him to continue to grow and flourish mm-hmm. And with my older nephew, he's about to be 21, which is wild to me. 21, 21. <laughs> Not quite the same. But um, <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, encourage him to really, you know, continue to, you know, just grow and travel. He's been doing a lot of traveling. He studied for a few semesters in China. He's currently in South Korea right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, just visiting. Um, but I think, you know, having all these different cultural influences really kind of helping him with his art and kind of helping him, you know, gain a little bit more exposure on that end as well. So, you know, just kind of just encourage them to really take advantage of any opportunities they have coming their way because it's going to open up a lot of doors for them later on down the line. Definitely. That's dope, man. Well, congratulations to you and your art family. Thank for you. Sure. Um, I'm happy that you are using your God-given talent for the good of the community. Amen. I'm going to vote for you. Please do. <laughs> I, I have voted. I have voted. Um, you vote today? I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Get on it. I'm not going to vote. Click, clack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing all that up. Um, yeah. Episode five of the, you know, the vibes. Let's get to these questions. Okay. All right. The first question I have for you is, you know what I just realized last week? That I'm a creator. Because I'm creating content. Absolutely. I had no idea. Surprise. My my good man at church, Evan, told me that. He's like, man, as creators, you know, we have to give the people what they want. Yes. 
So you know what the people want? They want. they want you to answer this first question. Flip. <laughs> Flip. No? <Okay>. Game over. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> hey, hold up. I'm the one that walks out on the interviews, not you. Okay. So, <laughs> our first question is, as a creator, what do you do to make sure that you're constantly growing and evolving? I definitely am trying to work on creating more consistently. Um, I'm definitely... I'm slacking a little bit, but honestly, I do follow a lot of visual artists on Instagram, and they honestly keep me inspired to see some of the things they've been able to do. A lot of the exposure they've been able to gain has really inspired me to wanting to really kind of tap into that more marketing side of creating just because <laughs> just because I want to kind of learn more about that. I have a hard time with that. I feel like I'm very modest, and so I'm trying to, you know, stand behind my work and stand behind my skill set and, you know work on creating more and really pushing that content that's dope so like as far as like with the evolving and growing part so like on your instagram page what do people what can people expect to see when they follow you on instagram as far as like your art page i know you have a personal page but mm -hmm. your art page what do you what do what can they expect to see they can expect to see the best of the best <laughs> yeah um so yeah <laughs> that was they a can... reach well, okay <laughs> Um, they're gonna expect to see, you know, some high quality portrait work going on, you know, really being able to see my skills when it comes to ink, you know, drawing and pen, and then also when it comes to painting and oil. Um, I'm very, very detail oriented, so you know, the expectation is for people to be able to see it. I'm like, hey, you know, I wanna get a portrait done of myself or of my spouse or of my family member, you know, mm -hmm. I want them to kind of seek me for those services. Gotcha, gotcha. You ever think about doing tattoos? <laughs> Tattoos are scary to me. And plus, I watch a lot of black ink, so I'm what? good. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they ever had an episode where the person messed up. Except for that one episode. When that lady got the tattoo on her face. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even messed up, but she wasn't all there. Who's that? Four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Poor four. Dang. Um, make sure you guys check on your strong friends. I don't know why I said that, but yeah. Check I on mean, your strong friends. It okay. correlates. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you watch black ink, you, if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to question number two. At what age were you when you realized you were gifted? What was that aha moment? Um, like I was saying earlier, I mean, I've always drawn since I was very young. But I think it really kind of clicked as like, oh, this is like my calling. Mm -hmm. When I applied to go to Pratt Institute College summer program or Pratt Institute, excuse me. Um, and I went to their summer program prior to my senior year of high school and applying for that. It's a pretty prestigious program in Brooklyn. And my parents, they told me after the fact, but they let me apply because they didn't think I was going to get in. So when I got in and they had to pay for it, they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, but they, I was blessed enough for them to pay for me to go. And I was able to, you know, really, you know, learn a lot more and, you know, just kind of really honing my skills in that way, you know, on a college level. So that was really nice to be able to get that experience. And I was in a different city for the first time. So um, that's kind of when I really realized, like, you know, like I have a gift where I was able to, you know, apply amongst several other students around the country and oh. I was chosen. So that's dope. It's pretty lit. So you're the chosen one. <laughs> so, the, so your aha moment was getting chosen out of a, a million people. Mm -hmm. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, when I realized I had to give a gap, uh, like, not gap, I'm sorry, when I, when I realized I was gifted, <laughs> was, like, I can literally have a conversation with anybody. Mm -hmm. And that's why even with the podcast, like, I can literally get anybody off the street. Not, no offense to you. Wow. Like, for instance, <laughs> like, Cam wasn't, he was um, my guest last week. Mm -hmm. I didn't plan that. Literally, he called me that morning, asked for a ride to church, mm -hmm. and he was, we was hanging out all day. So I'm like, yo, you should be on the podcast. And it just worked out. I, I, can, I feel like I have that personality. I can kind of just mend 
mend, blend, mix. Mix and, and mingle? Mix and mingle. <laughs> yes, mix and mingle with um pretty much any personality. And like, <laughs> like to the point where I can have a serious episode, which I'll probably have a serious episode pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I want to do one on mental health because that's super important. Absolutely. And um, I definitely want to do like, I can do fun ones like the Bouch episode or mm-hmm. Bianca's Vibes or mm-hmm. Jasmine Vibes, which is coming out this week. Oh, yeah. And you're currently listening to and it. it's right going to be now. fun. It's debatable. But <laughs> it's going to be interesting for sure. We're going to get into the mind of an artist. Mm-hmm. As creators, you know, we got to make sure we keep each other uh what's the one regret that you have in your life that you wish you could redo so i don't really have a particular isolated event that i regret but i definitely do you know have an issue with moving out of fear or not moving out of fear there's been a lot of opportunities that i've been afforded that i have turned down and with fear of not being able to achieve what was asked of me or not being able to be the best of the best or whatever the case may be i've you know let my modesty kind of get the best of me in numerous situations. So I need to really work on focusing on the fact that if somebody asked me to do something and they saw something, you know, in my work that they liked, that they wanted to collaborate with or mm-hmm. work together to have a commission piece or whatever the case may be. And I need to work on, you know, really focusing on people, what they see in me, basically. Definitely. Like if they're rooting for me and they want me to succeed, then I need to let those opportunities you know, fly. So definitely. You know, I send you a lot of clientele. A lot. Yeah. Um, I, my mother, but she buys a lot. For yeah, she well, does. Too. She's she's very um, supportive. Definitely. She's How long does the turnaround time? <laughs> All right, chill, chill. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm working on that. I'm joking. So the one regret that the one regret that I have in my life though that I wish I could redo is I wish that I would have moved to New York when I had the opportunity. Tell us about it. I'm good. Um, so, yeah. So, what's that? Like, uh, so, yeah. Uh, that's the one regret I had. Only reason because, like, so with New York, I was afraid to be away from my family. Mm-hmm. And that's why I never did it. Like, my best friend, Doug, as I talk about every episode, which I have to get him on the, po- you do. the podcast. That's my brother for life. Um, yeah. So, Doug, like, he literally, he pushes me all the time. Like, go for it. Go for it. It's opportunities in New York. It's opportunities. Communications is what my major is. I just graduated December. Cash after your boy some graduation money. I'm joking. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, uh, I, I could have moved to New York when I didn't have any responsibilities. I could have just got up and moved. Mm-hmm. And I could have, you know, made a, little, a, a life for myself. But I was always moved off of fear, so I stayed where I was. And uh, just to kind of, even though, like, it's not, the, the regret is not moving to New York. New York, it also had some backlash to it as well, me not following my dreams. Because right. then I ended up at jobs where I wasn't happy yet. Mm-hmm. And then you, but you get content with the paycheck, so now you stay a little bit longer than what you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. You preaching, you doing, you yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're hitting hard. I'm just saying, cause, I mean that's and that's how it is though. Like we become so content with the paycheck mm-hmm. that you, especially as creators, like we that paycheck, like like if you quit your job right now, you're out your salary, and now mm-hmm. you have to live off your off your artwork, right? And it's hard. Especially in this kind of economy, it's hard to price so hard work mm-hmm. as much as you want to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so definitely. So long story short, that's that's my biggest regret. I should have moved to New York. I should have followed my dreams. And granted, I'm 30 now and I'm following them now. Mm-hmm. But I could have probably. Who knows where I would have been? But it's never too late. So and... I'm moving to New York, y'all. This is the last episode of You Know the Vibe. Okay. <laughs> joking, I can record everywhere. So you can but it's never too late you know i really do believe in god's timing like i feel like that opportunity wasn't for you at that time and now that you have kind of come into yourself as a creative you just realized you're a creative last week (laughs) so 
I feel like as things are kind of developing for you. I said that on the podcast. And I just realized you, I recorded. You literally just said that. Was that on the first time before I stopped the record and record it? Shh. Okay. I just <laughs> this this the first time. This is the first go around. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, but let's get into God's plan, though. Okay. So. As, I'm sorry, well, God's plan slash God's timing, because that's what you were speaking of. Mm-hmm. So, as far as, like, God's timing, do you think that sometimes you can miss out on God's timing because you wanted to move on your own timing? Mm-hmm. Okay, can I get an example? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically, I mean, there's just a lot of opportunities out there for me and a lot of things that I was afraid to give up um, or let, or cut ties with because I felt like I know what's best for me, and I feel like I'm a good person, so I I should have this thing that I feel like is good for me. And more and more, especially this year, I've kind of come into the understanding that, you know, God's timing is very, very, very real. And I really need to, you know, work with that and be a little more collaborative versus, you know, deciding that I know what's best for me and that God's going to give me these different things. So, um... I don't have any specific examples, but, uh, yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, I can definitely give you my example of me trying to move on my own time instead of God's time. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, my example will be definitely with, of course, following my dreams. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like God put the right people in my life for the right moment. Mm-hmm. And instead of just following, like, his protocol or doing things his way. Example, I was working on the job. I had just got this job. I literally left my old job for this job. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, yeah, this opportunity right here, this is going to be the one. All right. And then, what? I stopped going to church because I got comfortable. Mm. And then I literally lost the job. And But you know how good God is? I started going back to church. I started keeping him first. Mm-hmm. A month later, I get another job. Amen. So, but at the time, like, I was like, in my own time, I was like, man, I, I'm getting money now. I don't really feel like I have to go to church. God is making things happen for me. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I got too comfortable, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm, I'll make time for God when I make time for him. He took it all the way from me. Yeah. And, me and literally, I had nothing to do but thank God and pray and ask God for his grace and his favor. Because I had no job to go to. <laughs> so, um, and that's why it's super important even now. Like, and I, I don't want to make just like a super, super churchy podcast. Mm-hmm. But like even with last week with Cam, it's like literally everything is lined up in God's way now. So I keep God first and everything else is going to fall into place. Absolutely. Like, I don't care about losing friendships as long as I keep God first. Because mm-hmm. I know God's going to replace those friends with better friends. God's going to replace that job with a better opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, God's, God always going to make a way. Right. Like Travis Green say, you made a way. <laughs> okay. You know I have vocals, man. <laughs> so, no, but yeah. so I know that question kind of just went everywhere, but man, you know the vibes, man. When you're having a good conversation, it just flows. So hopefully right. the listeners can ride out to that. I hope so. I'm going to sing God's plan, but I'll spare y'all. <laughs> yes, please. Spare us, please. <laughs> we already have to listen to that laugh on the podcast. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, mind you, we've been friends for five years. This is our friendship. We just joke. We bounce back. Four and a half. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and get to this next question. If you can give high school graduate Jasmine one piece of advice, what would it be? It'll probably be just go for it. Honestly, I'm not really sure what I was thinking when I went off to college because... I don't do things alone. I really like to do everything with friends. I don't like going out by myself like that. Like I like to be amongst other people and have a good time. And I went out to college. I went to VCU in Richmond, Virginia, and I went out there. VCU? 
It's not the hype that I'm sorry. You know, it was in the March Madness for a little bit. For one round. All right, relax. It's Anyways, right. but um, I was there for Final Four, though, 2011. It was a good She's, year. You know you're aging yourself. Perfect. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but um, yeah, like I don't do things alone. So honestly, I'm not really sure how I landed <laughs> the opportunity to go to school off in Virginia by myself. But I think it's really about telling myself like, don't be afraid to be yourself. Like, I was really worried about making friends. I had the same friends from, like, kindergarten through high school. Jeez. And I'm about to go off to college and not know anybody. And that was wild to me. Um, maybe, like, my second day there, I met my very best friend. And we are still friends to this day. Anyways. Um, tough, 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 tough. All right, so that's how you met your best friend, Gwena. Did I you say your name? I didn't even drop her name. Uh, but now that's, how you met, so that's how you met one of your really good best friends. Glenna, but um, yes, I mean, like, I was so worried about going off to school by myself and not knowing nobody, and I met one of my best friends, and she's a social butterfly, so I've met a lot of best friends through her, and, you know, I could just be myself, I didn't have to pretend to be nobody, I didn't have to do certain things to fit in, like, and that's how kind of how it is in high school, you have to do certain things mm-hmm. to fit in, but when you go off to college, like, you meet people from all different types of backgrounds, and things just work out, you make some of the best friends you have in your life. What's your longest friendship so far? Um, not to age myself. <laughs> you already said you were. I didn't. Anyways. You graduated from VCU when? I didn't say it. No, you said you went, you went <laughs> off to VCU in 2011 or something like that. I, I didn't do that either. Anyways, I was saying I was there for... Oh, you were there for the 2011 mm-hmm. Final Four run. Mm-hmm. Which means... I could have been a freshman. <laughs> no, I'm definitely a, a double senior, but... Anyways, my longest friendship is definitely 25 years. Jeez. How? Ooh, when? Since kindergarten, my friend Simone, and she's a twin, and I met her twin probably in first grade. Um, Tell me, how did you meet her without meeting her twin first? Well, you know, they they separate siblings and classes most of the time. I didn't go to school with these twins. Sorry to hear that. Twins are my favorite. Why? Why do you like twins so much? They're just so cool. Like... Maybe identical twins, yes, but not like twins that don't look like it. Not even. I mean, I definitely love identical twins, but twins of all kinds, like they're just it's a dope. Wow, though, like, I don't. I don't know. They're just so fascinating. Like it's like their personalities are so similar, but they're still very different. Like, I would hate like I got brothers and sisters, but I would hate growing up with somebody that's just like me because I'm annoying to myself. So I already know somebody <laughs> else is annoying me. But um, twins are cool. So that's cool. Um, the one piece of advice I would give high, high school graduate Devin mm-hmm. would it be don't go to school until you're ready to go to school Okay. a lot of times we pushed and we're pressured to go to school or mm-hmm. we're pressured to do something with yourself after high school and you should if you're not working you should be doing something to better yourself don't be a bum Right. but don't do anything that you're not ready to just because you know it's going to make somebody else happy mm-hmm. and that's where I messed up at granted I did work right after high school, but I did, and I went to community college, so I didn't think college was for me. Mm-hmm. But at that time, community college also wasn't for me, so I should have just worked. Right. But I didn't want to seem like, oh, yeah, well, he's not doing all his life. He's going to be a cashier at whatever grocery store I was working with at the mm-hmm. time. So just make sure that when you're ready, after you graduate high school, do what you know is right for you. School isn't right for everybody right out the gate. Working for, working for somebody else isn't right for you. I, I, even as creators, like we said earlier... As creators, and I knew my gift at the time was I wanted to be a radio personality at the time. Mm-hmm. Or even with you being an artist, 
granted, are you, I'm happy. I'm sure you're happy with your decision to go to art school. You probably mm-hmm. it probably did help you out a lot. Right. But if you weren't ready for that at that moment, like don't make that decision because you think because somebody else is telling you what to do. Or especially high school graduates, they always get that question like, oh, well, now what's next? Right. It's okay to say, I don't know. Because high school graduates are babies. Like, mm-hmm. there's so little the experience. So mm-hmm. and that's why I think it's super important that you don't make a rush or you don't make, you don't let somebody else make that decision for you. Right. Why like, you make your own decision. Like, for instance, if. As an artist, what if you didn't want to go to school and you just wanted to literally just do your artwork? I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. At least you're doing something with your time. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't like I said. Don't be a bum about it, where you're just kind of just laying in the house and you're doing art whenever you feel like it. Right. You need to be on your ground, making sure you get that commission, you need. Mm-hmm. and you need to make sure that you're looking out for your family, especially if they're still supporting you if you're not mm-hmm. going doing anything with yourself. But yeah, I just don't. I just when I look back now at high school, Devin, I, it's a lot of things I would have just did differently. I wouldn't have went to community college. I did community college because I feel like all my other cousins went to college, so that's what I had to do. Um, I probably would have went to tech. I, I would have went to barbering school because that's what I wanted to do at the time too. I was mm-hmm. like, hey. I get to talk all day, listen <laughs> to music, and all I got to do is cut hair. That's favorite things. Yeah. Not my favorite. I don't know what cutting hair. But talking and listening to music are my two favorite things. But yeah, so that's my advice for high school Devin. High school Devin, you don't have to do anything if you don't want to. Just make sure you clean your house, clean your room, vacuum the steps, and your mother going to let you eat off eat her food. She's going to let you live in the house. And she even might move move out and let you stay there for a little bit. <laughs> like how she did when you were 28. <laughs> no, but, uh, nah, but seriously, uh, just just do you. And don't let anybody else make a decision for you. I feel like I preach this every episode, with every podcast. Because it's important that people make their own decision. You cannot keep living off your parents. You cannot, well, you can't live your your parents' dreams. You can't live your friend's dreams. You can't, like, so if my friend, for instance, wanted to go to Morgan, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to Morgan because he's going to Morgan. Right. That's not your goal. That's not your, like, unless, of course, that's what you want to do and Morgan has something you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not your dream. That's not your vision. Live your vision. So, um, oh, even, like, at church today, uh, Pastor Larry was saying, and you don't, we don't go to the same church, but long story mm-hmm. short, <laughs> Pastor Larry was saying that he would have been living his dream, but he wouldn't have been living his vision. So, granted, like, he wanted to play music, he wanted to be on tour, but that was his dream. But his vision that God had for him was to make sure he leads he leads people closer to Christ. So, like, make sure you, at the end of the day, granted, we are, as creators, we have a dream. Right. But we have something more important, which is a vision for other people. Mm-hmm. So, me personally, on my platform, I want to lead people closer to Christ, if that's what you're into. Even if you're not into, like, religion, that's fine, too. I'm not here to judge anybody or condemn anybody. But I still want you to live your dream. I want you to live your vision. Mm-hmm. So I can maybe, maybe it is somebody out there like, man, I'm about to graduate high school and I don't know what I'm going to do. And maybe I'll give them the, the strength to be like, mom, I don't know. Yeah. And hopefully their mom won't smack them. <laughs> I mean, I definitely think you have the power to inspire. But I mean, another good point is that everybody's not ready to make their own decision either. So I don't think that jumping or being forced to go to college is necessarily everybody's, is everyone's calling because, mm-hmm. again, everyone is not ready for that. But like I said, when you're young, you're 17, 18 years old, you're still very young. You're still not quite sure how to maneuver through adulting and supporting yourself and all that good stuff. So, I mean, definitely, I don't want anyone to neglect what their parents are saying. I don't think it's a matter of living out their dream, but definitely, you know, don't or take heed to some of their advice, I'll say, you know, because, again, they still have lived through some things. They have some valuable advice and guidance to provide. So, again, I definitely understand that college isn't for everybody to start with, but you know, take people's advice. Like, you own mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> definitely, definitely. No, I mean, that definitely makes sense for sure. 
Um, and my my main thing was literally, t- you can definitely take advice by mm-hmm. all means. Listen to advice, learn yeah. from advice, learn from other people's mistakes, so you can make sure you don't make the same ones. Right. But you also gotta make sure that you do what's for you. Sure. Because what's for what was for your mother might not be for you. What's mm-hmm. for your what was for your father might. For instance, and I might be going to TMI. Not really, but like my father, he sold drugs. That's not my lifestyle. I'm too pretty to be in jail. <laughs> like my mother paid a lot of money for my braces. Like I'm not going to have this Colgate smile for cell block D. I'm good. <laughs> like, you ain't gonna have me watch your Joel just smile. Yeah, this is TMI. Sorry to all my turn. all my jail listeners. I love y'all, man. Free to real. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, let's go into our next question. On a scale of one to ten, this is kind of like a funny question. Mm. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how weird are you and why? Okay, one is the least weird. What is the least weird? Ten is the most weirdest person you ever met in your life. <laughs> Which I know I'm going to get a ten if I ask you. <laughs> so I didn't ask you. So what about you? I what think it'd be nice to kind of rate Oh, you want to do it? I, I want to rate ourselves and rate each other. Well, which one to do first? Each other first I'll, or I'll rate myself. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I'm waiting for us. <laughs> I'm probably like a three. <laughs> on the weird scale a three yes tomatoes <laughs> that's weirdness around me anyways but <laughs> as far as the why i just all my friends weird like i <laughs> you gave yourself a three though so are you saying compared to your friends you're a three or you're yeah. just a three overall i mean i think i'm a three overall but i mean definitely i have a lot of friends who exhibit a lot of 10 qualities and um I'm not that weird, like. <laughs> wow, interesting. Well, I'm gonna get into why I think you're weird, but you can go ahead and uh, give my give myself the rating that you want to give me now. Mm, I'll say about an eight point five. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, please tell us why you think about eight point five on the weird scale. I mean, it's a little bit of a combination of weird, but just you know, open to being yourself. Like you'll be yourself, you'll be wow, you'll be loud. Say whatever you want, no matter where you are. <laughs> my mother listens to this podcast, so I, I digress. <laughs> I'm I sure your mama so. knows. I'm sure she knows. <laughs> um, shout out to you. But, um... Girl. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, I just... I mean, like, you're you're really open to being wild and being the funny guy in the room. And I'm just the real laid-back one. Like, I'm... I can... I don't gotta be seen. <laughs> Got you. I mean, that makes sense. I can see why you say that. But that's not the reason I'm about to rate you the way I'm about to rate you. Okay, well, I'm very interested to see where this is going. <clears throat> well, if it's my time, I would love to go. But you know, got to rate yourself first. I would love to rate myself. Well, go ahead. And I put myself on the nine. <laughs> but you were shocking my 8.5. I was, from you, is weird. Because it was too low? No, wow. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm weird because I'm just, but I don't think it's weird. I just think I'm a moody person, oh. which makes me weird. Because I like, literally I could be the happiest guy in the world, then like one second, one one minute later, I'll just be like the saddest person in the world. Mm, I don't know if that's weird though. But I mean, it's just weird. Like when people like, so like, say for instance, I could be having a conversation with William at work, mm-hmm. and then like we're having a good conversation, we're laughing, whatever. Then five seconds later, I got my headphones on. I'm like, don't ask me, or don't. And then, I, like, you can tell, you can you can tell when the like energy change, right. and that's what I meant by weird. Okay. And it's not like not like I'm, I don't think I'm bipolar. I mean, I think we everybody has a little bit of bipolar in them. Mm-hmm. But I think that 
Okay, Jasmine. You also have a bopper in you as well. But uh, I whisper for a reason. <laughs> oh, this is recorded on YouTube, so they'll see it. But I'm joking. But uh, yeah, the the only reason, like I like I said, that's why I rated myself so high. Like I, I'm really like I have a switch that go on and off, and mm. I don't control the switch, which is the problem. <laughs> like even like the other day, I was at work, and literally I wasn't even clocked in yet. I just walked in, and I. Start crying. I was like, "What the heck is wrong with me?" Shout out to my cousin Kiana, man. I'm gonna have her on the podcast soon. And Jackie, they're really big on uh, mental health. But yeah, but uh, yeah, I, don't, I thought I told you that. No. Must tell your other best friend, but it's cool. Yeah, I did. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's like that's what I mean by I'm weird. Like literally, my emotions like would turn on and off in an instance. Or and I do do weird stuff. Like I'm loud sometimes. Or like I love making cashiers laugh, especially when they look like they had a hard day. But that only messes me up sometimes. Like I had a, a friend. She's not my friend anymore. God bless her though. And I wish her the best. Um, we was at the store one day and she got some a leave or something like that. I said, like, "Oh man, you forgot the monostat," and she got so mad. But I, with the cashier, thought it was hilarious. Of course, they did. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm joking. Like, it's I was joking, and she was really mad. So rest in peace of that friendship. But yeah. But you gotta remember, you can make people laugh. You ain't gotta play the person you would. <laughs> I'm gonna play you all, all this interview. So. Okay. Don't ever play yourself. No, I'm joking. No, but yeah. So that's why I rate myself so high. Now you, on the other hand, Miss Jasmine Williams from the family art business. Um, so I messed the name like that. Like Jasmine Williams from the Jackson Family Art. Whose voice is that? This is Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. But uh, I would give you a six and a half. Please explain, Jasmine. Let's let's go ahead and list in the time we have. I'm trying to make my episodes at least forty five to an hour. Okay. In the time we have, let's list all the food that you don't like because you don't like the texture <laughs> of it. That's not Please, weird. Let's do. Let's go ahead. Tomatoes. Gross. Jello, gross. Pudding, only banana pudding. But you, but no bananas <laughs> in them. So is it even banana pudding if there's no bananas in Relax. them? Relax, I'll eat around them. Uh, anything else you don't like that I'm possibly skipped over? Um, it's plenty of stuff, but that's that's. Go ahead, tell us more. <laughs> I want them to validate how weird you are as well. I mean, those things are wiggly. I don't like what? them. Jelly can't do. You it. don't like jelly? Jam, preserves, none of that. Yo, time out. I got to go into how you have an order of breakfast sandwich with no jelly. First of all, I think you're on the spectrum where nobody does that. Everybody does that. <laughs> go ahead and put a poll up after this, please. I'm pretty sure everybody puts jelly on this. Pretty sandwich. sure everybody? Maybe not everybody, but still. What percentage do you think putting jelly on their At breakfast sandwich? At least 85%. 85? Oh, I can't wait for you to do this I'm going to do a poll. Please wanna... do. Wow, seriously? No jelly on your breakfast sandwich? I don't eat jelly. <laughs> That's another weird thing. So as a kid, what did you eat? Peanut butter sandwiches? Sad thing is, my babysitter, she's making peanut butter and jelly every day, knowing good and well I don't eat it. So what did you eat? I had to eat it. But wow. I was, <laughs> but I was like gagging it down. But it was really, well, really yeah, bad. That's interesting. <laughs> but, it was bad. I still don't like it. Well, and that's why you got the ring you got. I mean, Jello? How do you not like Jello? First of all, it's nothing special. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's not good. You're delusional. Okay. You're the only person in America that doesn't like Jello. First of all, I'm saving mad money not eating Jello. Jello is so cheap; it's like a dollar. Jelly, not eating y'all fresh you tomatoes. Eat, you eat sushi, isn't that j- yeah. jiggly? No, it's not. I don't know. I don't eat sushi. Learn something. So, I was browsing on the internet, 
And I found this great website called Conversation Starters. Okay. So, it's literally you just press a button and it generates random topics. Okay. So, the question I have right here is, what is the first thing you notice when you meet someone new? It really is their smile. I didn't say it really is their smile when I didn't say anything. Because he's over here smiling. We need the camera for real, for real. But... I love a good smile. It's just, it's very um, inviting. Oh, so you love my smile. Nobody said it was your smile. Okay, um, okay. But yeah, no, I mean, it's just a good smile is inviting. And it's funny because I don't smile a lot. And I'm always getting a lot of compliments on my smile. But, um. Nobody ever compliments you on your smile. Are you kidding me? What smile? (laughs) Weird. Wow. Weird. You're the only person who plays me about that. But everybody else. Always talks about how great my smile is, and I don't do a lot of smiling regularly. <laughs> but um, I don't know. A good smile just is, again is very inviting. It just makes you feel very like welcome to a conversation, welcome to meet somebody. So I like that. I need to work on smiling more. Definitely, some more people. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, the first thing I notice when I meet somebody is definitely this smile as well. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of think for girls with braces. I don't know what's wrong with me, and maybe I need to grow up braces. I don't know why I find that so attractive. I didn't know this is about attraction, <laughs> but it's cool. But when I meet somebody and they got braces, I'm like, yo, he got a nice smile. <laughs> False. <laughs> yo, I'm editing all that out. But yeah, uh, the first, the first thing, <laughs> the first thing um, I noticed when meeting someone new is definitely the smile as well. I, I just love a great smile. It's very inviting, um, and it shows that they care about this. So, uh, but yeah, uh, definitely uh, the first thing I noticed when meeting someone new is definitely their smile. A nice smile is a game changer. I will be friends with anybody with a nice smile. Maybe not anybody. Um, oh, and you know what I hate? I know this is not the question. Yo, them big teeth that everybody, all the rappers have now, you have, they have to like shave those down. <laughs> like the veneers? Yes, yeah, like Caesar, Future. Joel's. Joel. Oh, man, Joel's. <laughs> They don't fit. Yeah, like, like, what's and please, I hope they never get forward to this podcast. <laughs> uh, I love you guys as individuals. Absolutely. It's like those veneers. Like, what's going on? I mean, a lot of people just want to have good teeth. They try to they'll get them to fill in gaps. Some mm-hmm. people honestly just don't have very strong teeth. Like they experience a lot of cavities. They need milk. <laughs> And root canals and stuff, so they'll get the veneers, you know, for that appeal. But a lot of times they are very large mm-hmm. to cover up the teeth they have and fill in those spaces. So, just not a good look. All right, cool. So, the next question that I clicked on the generator is, what's your biggest priority in your life right now? Whew. Honestly, I'm trying to make myself a priority, but trying to... That encompasses a lot of things. Like, I'm trying to, you know, be a better... Um, steward you know i'm trying to you know when it comes to religion trying to be a little more spiritual trying to work on my faith trying to work on taking control of my health i've had some health issues in the past you know couple years and you know god has delivered me from a lot of things and i'm really trying to you know show that i'm grateful by taking care of my temple um trying to you know of course expand my career in a more artistic way trying to kind of step outside of the box to a certain extent mm-hmm. and just focus on loving myself you know i feel like all these things combined are you know ultimately definitely super important yeah definitely. what do you what's up i forgot the question for a second oh, sorry. <laughs> what's the biggest priority in your life right now but yeah it's me my my biggest priority but again that in college should i go through it again no you're fine i'm nervous why <laughs> 
let's go. She is delivered. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right, perfect. So, uh, just to go into the answer to that question, my biggest priority in my life right now is following God. Because that's something that I always, not really kept on the back burner, but it was like, I always use God as, like, I you always say, I use him as a life, a safe, lifesaver. Yeah, lifesaver, safe, thank yeah. you. Not, a, not the candy, but like mm-hmm. a lifesaver. So, like, you know, like, in the summertime, you're having a good time, you're having fun with your friends, you ain't worried about nothing. Mm-hmm. Then you realize you you went a little bit too deep. You had a little bit too much dip on your chip. <laughs> so now, you over here drowning, and now you begging for help. And I always looked at God as kind of like a lifesaver where it's like, I'm having fun. I'm not worried about nothing. But then I get into too deep into my life or too deep into like I get into some trouble or I get into something where it's too much for me to handle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, please help me. Please help me. But I realized if I just keep the lifesaver on me at all times, I can go anywhere. I can do anything. And I know God's going to have me covered. He's going to put me where exactly where I need to be. Amen. So, yeah. So with that being said, I'm delivered. Um, but yeah, so that's definitely my biggest priority right now. Um, and then you know, of course, uh, it's coming after uh, um, after like keeping God first. Definitely the podcast, family, friends, making sure that I'm there for people that's been there for me in the past for sure. Oh, actually, I, I kind of picked up. All right, so the last question I had is, do you read reviews before you go to movies or out to eat or wherever you, if you're going to a new place? See, honestly, I don't. I really, I like pictures of stuff. Like, especially when I'm going to a restaurant, I like to see pictures of food to kind of get an idea of what to expect. But mm-hmm. when it comes to reviews, I don't really, I don't, it doesn't really dictate if I'm going to go somewhere or not. Especially if I've already decided somewhere like, oh, this is a cool place. I want to go. Mm-hmm. Or this is a cool movie. I want to see it. Like, even if it got like 20 bad reviews or thousands or whatever, mm-hmm. if I've already dedicated myself to wanting to experience it myself, then a review doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. I can, I'm sure probably still go and have the exact same reaction of whoever left the review that was negative, but people just have different, you know, interests and likes. I would hate to let someone else's negative views on something dictate if I want to experience it or not for myself. That makes sense. Well, you already know my answer. Yelp King. I am the Yelp King. If you give me bad service, I will Yelp you. If you give me good service, I will Yelp you. Okay. So I'm just trying to Yelp each other out. Like, help. Did you make that up? <laughs> yeah, so just came up with it. You're a hater, first of all. <laughs> I'm gonna yelp our friendship, but it's trash. It's terrible. Um, wow. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> so I do yelp everything. The reason why I yelp everything is because I want to know what I'm looking forward to. I used to work in Denny's, and I know how it is behind the counter. Like I know, like I don't want to go somewhere where the food is bad. I don't want to waste my mon- my time and my money on something I don't want. I got a question for you. Yes. Not to cut you off or it's cool. You already did. Yeah, no, or to go off schedule but if you were to give yourself a yelp review and back me work at denny's what would it say <laughs> you don't get me fired from somewhere i don't work at no more um i would say Devin had an amazing personality he was an amazing cook okay but once he found out how y'all made the food <laughs> he was highly disgusted <laughs> so he didn't even try he just threw it like in the microwave or he's just kind of Throw it on the plate. Yikes. And only, the only reason I used to do that, though, is because I was really disgusted. This whole time, I'm thinking, like, it's real, like, when you get the chili cheese fries, I'm thinking they really make the chili in the back. You throw it in the microwave, you put it on two minutes, and then you put it right back in one of those hot pots, <laughs> and you stir, keep stirring it every 30 minutes to make sure it don't get hard. Very disappointed. Yikes. Soup. Same way. 
I'm thinking like they make the soup in the back with love. No, they make the soup in a bag with love. <laughs> like that is very disappointing to me. The best thing, honestly, if you're going to Denny's, you want to get fries because it's like fried right on the spot, okay. chicken strips, mozzarella sticks, and breakfast, and like the eggs or omelets because they do everything. Even with the omelets, so like don't get gravy on it because once again, made out of the bag with love. And so yeah, I would if I had to yoke myself though. Mm-hmm. When I worked at Denny's, I would say I would give myself a seven, but that's out mainly of because of personality. Oh. But then at the same time, you also got to subtract that I was a chef, so nobody seen my personality, mm-hmm. but the people in the back that I was talking to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's what I would give myself. Mm-hmm. Have you ever worked in a fast food restaurant? I okay. have never worked in a food service. Um, it's the worst one. I don't have the coordination. I don't have the... <laughs> I don't have the memory. <laughs> the memory. Because people try to be try to be cute and out here and memorize people's orders and come back with the wrong that. food. I hate that. It's not cute. That's not, I hate that because I hate that. Like, I'm not impressed. Yeah, it's like, yo, you're not impressing me by doing that. Get the notepad because I, I have some alterations to make. <laughs> no tomatoes, no, no jelly. <laughs> no bananas. I don't want banana it. Banana pudding, no banana. <laughs> Man, we got to make a whole new pot of banana pudding that we just got off the bag. <laughs> no, but food service is not for me. And people, when they're angry and they hangry, that's a whole different type of beast that I never wanted to deal with. So. Definitely. Definitely. Well, you know, it's impossible for me to end a show without having a game of truth or truth. Okay. Did you think of some truth questions? I gotta go first. I thought you do it. I'm gonna go first, but I'm saying, did you think of some? Mm, I'll be cooking over here. All right, cool. So you already know how the truth for truth work, right? I'm hip. All right, cool. I'm hip. Let's go ahead and get into it then. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm. You want a, you want a easy truth or hard truth? Got a, any medium truths? All right, cool. <laughs> what are you most self conscious about? Oh my god. <laughs> you took it there. Um. Yikes. Um, I don't know. I'm a flawed individual, so I have some insecurities, so I'm self-conscious about a lot of things, actually. But that's part of things that I'm working on this year. Um, But I'll say one thing I'm most self-conscious about probably is my weight. I'm trying mm-hmm. to, you know, be a little more in control and, you know, get healthier and fit this year. I actually just bought a whole bunch of salad fixings for the week, so okay, okay. no taking no steps. Fra- no fra- a little bit. Okay. That's what's up. <laughs> I think I'm going to hit the Wawa after this for real because I'm uh, hungry. All right. Peace. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hit the Wawa. I'm starving. But no, that's actually something I'm self-conscious about too. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like when I was a kid. I know this is about you and not about me, but even like, going to the pool, I hated taking my shirt off. Oh, man. I had the flabby chest. Oh, I had no. the, the, the God-given life preservers. I'll be at six feet just floating on my own. Just chilling. But yeah, that's definitely something I'm self-conscious about, too. That's definitely... I'm trying to make better decisions. I am still going to Wawa after this. But uh, I'm going to get some lettuce and tomatoes on my sandwich, though. No tomatoes. Extra tomatoes. Uh. Super slimy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, what about... You got a true for true for me? Um, Damn. Dang. This is hard. Um, <laughs> I'm keeping the D word. In this <laughs> oh, the D word. Okay. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Truth or true? Truth. If you could have a movie about yourself, who would play you? Who would play me? Mm-hmm. Somebody that looked good. So I'm thinking it would be a little Denzel. Huh? Idris Elba. People say I like Idris all the time. Idris like, that's, who? That's my brother. Idris Elba? That's my brother. 
Wow, you're disrespectful. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> some people might say I like Faze on Love. <laughs> Yo, you know I used to hate in school. They used to say I like the dude of the father of baby kids. Oh, no. <laughs> Robin, Har- Robin Harris, I think his name is. I don't know his real name, but yeah. at least everybody knows him. It's a hood classic. All right. <laughs> so, no, but in real life, if I had one person to play me, it would be, uh, that's a tough one. And it doesn't have to look like you, per se, but somebody you think can really encompass your personality. Definitely. Uh, I, I don't, like, really like his movies that much, but I think it would have to be somebody funny, so maybe, like, a Kevin Hart. Okay. Or maybe, do they have, like, a black Will Ferrell? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe like Lil Rel or somebody like that. Wow, you're disrespecting me right now. You're trying to sound like Lil Rel. I wasn't. Wow, why you had to pick a short, stubby black guy? <laughs> you're not even short, so relax. A medium height, stubby black guy. I mean, he's just real funny. Like, he's real down to earth. Like, I like him a lot. I would probably use Lil Rel too. That's a good one. He's really you know, good with personality. A little bit of a face or something because I'm like way better than a little real. I'm be trying to disrespect the boy. Okay. So you know. Maybe Will Smith. Hey. He's an actor. He can really put on a performance on a show. That's a good point. It's my favorite episode of Freshman of Bel Air. Why don't he love me, man? He's gonna go there. That's my favorite. Like he he embodied that. Now my favorite episodes are definitely when he got shot. And I forgot he got shot. Yeah, he was really. When he, whenever he cries, like that's gonna be a good episode. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, did I answer the question? Uh, well, I'll say you answered the question. Cool. So, uh, truth for the truth. Not going put it back. Oh, I guess we're not doing like that. We're not, we're not reversing it. Oh, okay, okay cool. I reverse it back to you. Oh, okay. Okay. So, who would play you if you had to do a movie about yourself? Again, not that I think I look like this person. She gonna say something off the wall. I'm not. You let the listeners come on. Get ready for definitely it. Hallie. No, <laughs> <laughs> Holly who? <laughs> Holly May. <laughs> <laughs> Sally May. <laughs> All right. Um, definitely Issa Rae. Um, I can see that. She's just, you know, okay. <laughs> wow. Listen, they know that. No, she's beautiful. Lisa is beautiful. She is she's beautiful. Super awkward. But she's like, you know, very awkward, very funny, very relatable. She's and not funny. Boy, maybe stop. Maybe a group of friends. Boy, stop. Big boy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been real. Week five. No, I'm just saying because you said boy, stop. Not that you look like big boy. Sure. <laughs> yep. Also time. has nice teeth. Anyway. He does have great teeth. Um, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, Issa Rae, um, I feel like, you know, she can really, you know, capture my personality. Okay, I can see that. So you gonna check out her new movie? Big. Little? Big, little. A little, it's yeah. called Little. I do want to see it. I support everything she does. Okay, and you're a big Insecure fan, right? I'm a huge Insecure fan. Can we bet to come out? Hopefully it comes out this summer. They call me Lawrence, so. Huh? They call me Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence who? Lawrence Fishburne? <laughs> Oh, and to pick up too about the weird things, why I've also rated myself so high when I'm weird. I have vacuum lines that are mm. near and dear to my heart. I love my vacuum lines. And that's all I got. And that does make you weird. And you get mad for somebody walking on carpet. Hello. Yes, it's my carpet. It's my vacuum lines. Well, maybe you should get some little rails like they do at the movie theater. Oh, that's actually a terrible idea. Mm. So, this is the part where we wrap the podcast up. So wrap you- it up then. 
Okay, cool. We're not going to promote your family business anymore. No, we're having Um, Alright, go ahead, Jen. Tell them about your family business. Tell them about the contest. You know, give you a little plug. So, again, um, I'm with the Jackson Family Art Show. So, again, we're three generations of artists. And we have our first generation artist, which is my uncle. I am the second generation artist. And we have a third generation, which is my niece and my nephews, ranging from age 13 to 21 so you know just really trying to work on impacting the community um i mentioned in a previous promo that you know we've done black history month projects we've had art exhibits at local libraries throughout the dmv we've had interactive art sessions we've done things in anacostia art center so definitely just trying to you know allow individuals to really understand the power and creativity you know really kind of putting themselves in charge and to be able to expand those opportunities and also expand our business as a whole with our products and our different things that we offer from t-shirts to prints to calendars all that good stuff we are participating in this fedex small business grant contest and so you're able to vote for us once every 24 hours between now and april 1st so in order to vote you can go to my instagram page which is again closeted underscore intellectual both of those words are spelled just as normal and the link for it's in my bio so go ahead and vote please share with friends and family again we're trying to be able to make this impact where participating to win $50,000 so please help us help the community and definitely support us and thanks for listening yeah so uh once again too what I'll do too is I'm gonna put the link in the description of the podcast so just click on the link make sure you vote uh make sure you help them out as much as possible um she does great work so make sure you follow her as well if you're interested to get any portraits uh they make great presents for my mother for instance did one for her husband so make sure you have her do uh, some artwork for you if you're interested. But yeah, um, just to give, wrap this up, thank you so much, Jazz, for coming on. You know the vibes. Thank you. You know the vibes. Hey, you know the vibes. <laughs> um, also, I did talk to my manager about the wrap snacks. Okay. We are going to come up with a new flavor. Okay. It's top secret. Okay. Well, I can't wait for you to share. Tune in next week <laughs> as I eat wrap snacks. Barbecue with my honey with little Romeo. <laughs> then I got barbecue with my honey with a dab of ranch. Oh, snap. So, you know, Cardi B came through dripping with the butter on the popcorn. Oh, my gosh. She really? Yes. She has a, <laughs> she has a wrap snacks as well. So, um, yeah, and we can no longer say okay the way she says it because it's copyrighted. Oh, man. Yeah. We could say we just can't get paid for it. No, she's going to sue us if we Whoa. say it. No, I'm joking. I don't know how that works. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, anyway, man, I just want to thank y'all again for tuning in. This is the fifth week. I truly appreciate you guys for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Uh, Jay-Z told me that. Um, yeah, but we out, man. Uh, make sure that you live life to the fullest, and uh, <laughs> you know the vibes.